Welcome back once again to the Dad and Rock podcast. This is Sean. And this is Chris. Hey, uh, we're back here for the second time this week. We just uh, earlier, uh, well, I mean, you guys subscribed to the feed, hopefully, so you're aware that we uh, put out an episode uh, a few days ago, actually, reviewing The Mandalorian on Disney+. Plus, huh? Yeah, it was something that would be discussed and kind of let them know before that we'll get double the double the dead Narok if they really <laughs> yeah. wanted it. Boy, lucky them. I mean, we've, we've talked about that a lot, so I, I think well, all I really want to say about The Mandalorian is if you haven't listened to the show... Go download it. I mean, it's nothing but Mandalorian, and if you want it, if you liked it, it's about f- almost fifty minutes worth of it. Two episodes. Yeah, so, we probably uh, ran oh, a little longer stuff. than we expected, huh? Oh yeah, no, we were expecting what twenty minutes or so, and we, <laughs> yeah. like I said, almost fifty minutes worth. So hey, two episodes in one, forty minutes, twenty minutes each. Hey, that averages out. Yeah, there's a lot to talk about there, but yeah, go check out that show. We'll be continuing that uh, once a week as new episodes are released every Friday on Disney Plus. Uh, we've got episode three coming up, um, airing on Disney Plus this upcoming Friday. Of course, we'll have our review a couple days afterwards. But, um, I mean, Disney Plus, Mandalorian is not the only thing that uh, arrived on Disney Plus uh, last week. What else uh, have you watched on there? Uh, I kind of stumbled into the the world according to Jeff Goldblum. Um, oh, yeah. Didn't know, didn't know it was going to be there. I was kind of looking through originals, and boom, there it was. I was like, okay, sneakers, what's this going to be? And I'm watching it, mm-hmm. and it's... Everything is quirky and as uncomfortable and goofy as you would expect Jeff Goldblum going into a like underground world of sneakers. Yeah, well, I'm kind of somewhat aware. I'm not the sneakerhead uh, myself, but I'm aware that there are folks out there where they will spend hundreds of, if not thousands of dollars on sneakers. So it was kind of a really interesting look into that world. And I guess he, he was visiting some sort of a convention where... Uh, that's all it was where people just like with wads of cash <laughs> buying oh, I think at one point it said it's like millions of dollars tra- you know, change hands during this thing yeah it's crazy he couldn't believe it either that was half the fun of watching the episode was just you know watching Jeff Goldblum be Jeff Goldblum and be just naturally curious and, and weird and, and funny and uh, I enjoyed that first episode. Did you get a chance to watch the uh, the second one, the ice cream episode? Yeah, I, I watched the second one too, the ice cream, and it was just as quirky. Now it wasn't as like uh, underground because everyone kind of knows ice cream, and of yeah. course he's going to go to some weird areas where they're going to be doing the ice cream <laughs> setup. But uh, but uh, it was just as enjoyable. I'm waiting for you know Friday to drop so uh, you know a third one comes out because they already kind of give you a preview to the next one. I don't quite remember what a preview was, but I was like, you know what, I'm in for a third. And that's what I that's something I can say about these shows that I haven't been able to say about the Apple TV Plus. They're pulling yeah. me back. Yeah. And I don't I don't know why they're pulling me back. Maybe it's just because it's Disney and I haven't stopped watching the app since I it's launched. Right. I mean there there's that one there. Have you watched anything beyond that though? Uh yeah, there's this other show, uh hosted by well, somewhat hosted by Kristen Bell, uh, the voice of Anna in Frozen. I mean, she's Veronica Mars, and she's done a ton of other stuff. She's been in the good place for um, that show on CBS for a long time. Uh, but, uh, yeah, she's, I say somewhat hosted because she's barely in the show. She just kind of intros it, and she's at the end to watch the performance. But it's the, uh, I guess the premise of this encore show is that they take uh, theater kids from, you know, back in, well, this particular episode was back in 1996. They put on uh, um, the play Annie at their high school, 
and it was basically getting that whole group back together, you know, so many years later to kind of do a, a performance again um, to kind of relearn and learn about uh, how the folks separated after high school. And it was fairly interesting. I thought there'd be more uh, Kristen Bell interaction in it, but uh, um, I don't know. For a one and done, it was kind of neat. I don't know if I would continue watching a whole series full of that premise, though. Yeah, I don't think I'm going back to that one so much. Now, my wife enjoyed it. Yeah. So I expect her to go ahead and watch it. So in turn, with me being in the living room, I will probably be watching it. But uh, <laughs> not by choice. <laughs> uh, there's another one that we don't have here on our list here, but the Imagineers. Uh, oh, the Disney yeah. Imagineers. That has been amazing. Uh, there's been two episodes. The first one was all about Walt Disney's life. Uh, when he has started, you know, the beginning of Disney, beginning of Disneyland, uh, when he, you know, when he passed, what his actual ideas were for Epcot, it wasn't actually intentionally going to be a, like another theme park. Yeah. It was supposed to be like a utopian type of city where he had it set up. So it had nothing to do with what we know Epcot as. Yeah. And then when he passed, how his brother, his actual older brother actually took the reins, finished Epcot, finished Disney World. And then actually launched into uh, uh, Disney in Japan, so it, it's been really, really interesting. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of amazing. I know Epcot Center was sort of his last uh, huge effort before uh, before old Walt passed away. So I'm, uh, it's funny you mentioned the Imagineers. I had seen that. I'm definitely going to check it out. Uh, for some reason, I was thinking it was just a straight up documentary, but I, it's a series like all the other ones where it has episodes. There's already a third one scheduled to be released, and they kind of give you a preview to what the next episode is, and I think a lot of this one, the next one's going to be the continuation of you know, Disney themselves, because when they actually finished up the Tokyo and everything, they were talking about how they went ahead and they were laying off a lot of like the animators and everything, and it was kind of a, a dark day Oh, wow. Or a dark time inside Disney themselves, and they weren't sure which way to go or what their direction was because Walt actually gave them the direction and the freedom to kind of do as they want. And now that he was no longer there, and his brother actually went ahead and um, he passed away after they finished, I believe it was Disney World. See, he kind of seen Walt's you know vision completed, and when he stepped back, it was like three months after that was complete, he passed. Oh, wow. So it was like, okay, now we have people running Disney now that really aren't directly Disney. You know, just family members, but they don't have the drive. They didn't have the passion. They didn't have the direction that uh, that Walt had. So they're kind of uh, kind of flying by their pants for a little while. So I'm kind of curious to see where they go, how they uh, how they write the ship, per se. Because it seems like in this here, it, it seems like the ship is actually sinking. And what we all know, I mean, they, they rise from the ashes. Yeah. But it's a uh, it's, it's it's definitely interesting. If if you haven't seen it, that's one I would absolutely make time to see. Yeah, I'll definitely be checking it out. Was there anything else you watched? I wouldn't say a whole lot. I mean, my I think even on uh, our Facebook feed, the first thing I watched, which I got a kick out of, the, all the stuff that came out, I watched episode one of Gargoyles. Oh, that's funny. I popped in uh, Return of the Jedi. Well, popped in like it was a video cassette or something. Oh, I started watching. <laughs> uh, yeah, hit the play button on. Um... On Return of the Jedi, I don't know what it was. I, I guess, well, because I, you know, they came out in 4K HDR, and uh, this is the first time that uh, the original trilogy has been available in that format at all. So of course I had to check that out. So that was the first thing I started playing. Um, but uh, yeah, so that was my my first Disney Plus experience was uh, Return of the Jedi. There we go. I was actually proud of my son Zach 
Oh, I went into the bonus room where we have a second TV set up, and what did my eyes see? What? He was watching the Mighty Ducks animated series. Oh, that's funny. Wow. I was so proud. <laughs> yeah, it's funny you bring up the Mighty Ducks, because, it, like, they had the animated series on there, and uh, actually, you know, I searched for the Mighty Ducks, the movie, and when you do that, it, it pops up the movie, but then it says, you know, this title is not quite yet available, or because of streaming rights elsewhere I, I forget the dialogue it gives you but uh it gives you an estimate uh, that it should be available like sometime in the next three to four months or april or springtime uh so yeah I, I think there's a few movies that are not on the service yet but they're searchable yeah there's a lot of things that i mean i'm, I'm looking forward to being on there that isn't quite there yet it's kind of kind of thinking did they kind of miss an opportunity here did was there a misstep uh, we know they had some technical issues. I mean, they're minor. Everyone, I mean, we kind of expected it. Yeah. With them releasing the app so late, well, basically day of. I mean, I think they could have released the app, you know, a week or two prior with nothing there. So when you're already pre-signed up, it went live and you were able to good, you know, get access to everything. Yeah. When they released it the day of, I mean, I had some issues connecting, uh, you know, on my phone when I was trying to watch my Gargoyles episode. But I'm finding out then, you know, through you know other feeds I and mean, other people are having uh, similar issues. Uh, even with trying to log into my Apple TVs, there's a couple of them that I was having issues with actually logging in. So uh, I mean, but like you said, like I was saying, it's it's expected. I mean, there was no way that they were going to start this, even with the name Disney themselves. Right. There was going to be issues. You know, they had the money to. Uh get this set up right from the get-go but i think you know like with anything there's just some uh, trial and error that comes with this stuff um and you know i think i haven't i, I heard some issues of people not being able to log on and stuff or, or having difficulties that first day or two maybe uh but i think it's worked itself out i haven't heard anything else since then um, yeah no i have had no issues now i will say the app on my roku tv it's a little, um, not unresponsive, but you know, sometimes how you'll, you know, click left to scroll through the menu and it'll take, you know, half a second to actually uh, select the thing that's left. You know, it, it's, there's a little bit of a lag and a little bit of a slowness uh, kind of navigating um, the app itself. But I think eventually that'll work itself out um, through, uh, you know, updates on the app. Yeah, another thing I've heard too is like I haven't come across this because once I start watching something, I'll let it go. But there was like no resume. Like if you exit and you come back, like you were saying with the Apple uh, the Apple TV Plus stuff. Yeah. Once you were out, you had to restart the program completely. Uh, I'm hearing things that are similar to that, which it's not going to take long for them to fix. I'm shocked that they actually even released it with that option not being there. Yeah, that's funny that people have had that issue. I've actually had the opposite to where I've started something on my phone and stopped watching it and then pick it up on my TV and it starts right where I left off on my phone. So it's actually been pretty seamless um, in my experience. So, And it may have been something they fixed relatively quickly too. Yeah. maybe, And there could be just some inconsistencies on how the apps work on different the different formats, whether it's the Apple TV, Roku, or the iOS uh, or, or Android apps. But uh, that stuff's just going to work itself out uh, without us really noticing, I think. Yeah, not too much complaining need to be done. They know what they're doing. They'll... They'll get it up and smooth as possible. Uh, but there's one thing that, I mean, I've noticed that's not there. And this was something that they made a big deal of. I mean, D23, they were announcing all their all their new Marvel shows. Yeah. Nothing's ready to, like, almost like the spring. I was kind of looking forward to a couple of the actual, like, Marvel series. Yeah. Like, I, I honestly think if they, they could have went ahead and had one ready. 
uh, if it was like, I don't know, Loki. I was watching something, and Loki, for some reason, gave me chills. Like I was ex- I'm excited about that one. Right. Uh, if they, I mean, they could have had that ready. They could have had, or what they could have done is gone ahead and launched, you know, the Mandalorian, and then a week later launched, you know, Loki or whatever Marvel series uh, that, or, or Hawkeye, for instance. Uh, but I really think they, they, this was the only misstep that I think they really had and lost an opportunity here. Yeah, considering how many Marvel projects they have kind of in the works and kind of um, irons in the fire for the marvel side of disney plus it is funny that none of them are available at launch I, you know even if it was just the uh the what if animated series i mean launch with something you know what i mean yeah give um, some, something fresh yeah so i mean they really pumped everything into marketing the mandalorian and having that be kind of the launch title which you know i love and it seemed to be uh, working out so far for him uh but yeah i think the marvel side of things is you're right it is a little bit lacking i you know but there's plenty on the way so uh, the way these these things go you know they usually have a huge launch and then you know a couple months down the line they'll, they'll introduce something big to kind of be a reminder of like hey don't forget about this awesome service <laughs> but i think they're going to uh, doing a good job right now with that being it they're keeping it as appointment television yeah, and I know Friday night I'm watching The Mandalorian, and then I may watch, you know, The World According to Jeff Goldblum. So there's there's two hours, well, an hour and a half, hour forty five minutes ish, of TV time that, that they know they've got me for. So I know that's I want to see that before everyone starts talking about it, so I don't accidentally get spoiled about something. I know, especially with The Mandalorian, brother. I watched that on my lunch break on my phone. I was so like I had to watch it as soon as possible. I didn't want to be spoiled. But it's like I also wanted the nice experience of being in front of my TV and watching it. So I actually watched it twice, <laughs> once <laughs> on my lunch break and then later that night uh, in my living room. But Yeah, no, I've, I've had a little bit of restraint. I've watched it at home <laughs> and just kind of if I've seen something on Facebook, just kind of scrolled past it real quick without, you know, without reading or trying not to, like, do anything. A lot of times they'll say, hey, spoilers, be careful. Right. Okay, let me learn. I don't want nothing to do with this here. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward, as, especially as the holidays roll in. You know how they di- have different sections dedicated to uh, different genres, whether it be you know feel-good sports movies or things like that? I, I hope they add like a holiday section to where they not only combine all of their holiday movies, um, but maybe even like holiday episodes of the, uh, the shows that they have on there, too. I think that would be kind of neat. Yeah, that would be an awesome uh, little, you know... Groups. They've got them grouped. I mean, even like the Star Wars, they've got like the Vader series. Right. And like throughout the ages, and you can kind of go by decades on, you know, when things were released. So that kind of thought that through a little bit. Yeah, I thought that was a really cool feature was uh, the Disney by the decades or whatever. And I was actually scrolling through, you know, stuff from the, the 40s and the 50s, just watching those old Disney shorts. And uh, my wife, she kind of gave me crap a little bit because a couple of these nights this past week, after the daughter goes to bed and we have free reign to watch whatever we want on the TV, I'm actually You're watching, I'm watching, cartoons? I'm watching Mickey Mouse cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I actually want to sit down and watch uh, Steamboat Willie with Skylar because every time uh, uh, Frozen comes on, she points out you know Mickey Mouse with the whole Steamboat Willie situation. Yeah, with them whistling and stuff. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, so I think she'll enjoy watching that. But yeah, I mean, we went ahead and we introduced her to Cinderella. Oh wow! So he she watched Cinderella for the first time, and uh, she really enjoyed that. So uh, it's getting her to watch them. 
So she, if we want to ask her what she wants to watch on, say, the iPad, she'll go right to Frozen. Right. Even if we say you want to try, you want to watch this or that. No, 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 Daddy, I want to watch Frozen. Okay. But if we go ahead and we sit down in the living room and we put it on the television, then she starts paying attention. Yeah. And she gets, kind of gets locked in on it. So uh, that's kind of how we're to do it, just slowly but surely. I mean, that, that involves us now watching, you know, Sleeping Beauty and, you know, Tangled and all, and all of those. But um, in due time, I can. I, she enjoys them. I mean, it's one of those. I knew she would. Right. It's just you know she's in for the Disney princess education. <laughs> yeah, it's coming. Definitely with us planning on a trip to go. We actually she we want her to know who these characters are. Um. So what about? Uh, did you guys have a chance to check out the uh, Lady and the Tramp live action? I have, we haven't watched. It. I intend to, but we haven't watched it yet this week. Yeah, no, we haven't had a chance to check it out either. Um, well, you know how it is throughout the week. Oh, yeah. Not a whole lot of time in the evening, definitely with them, with my kids doing as much as they do. Right. Uh, so it's the majority of what we watch is going to wind up being um, the weekends. Uh, see when to go ahead and do it, and you know our weekend this weekend is kind of kind of booked. <laughs> so I know uh, Janessa and Skyler are going to plan on watching something. Yeah, no, I hear you. Any spare time this past week? Um, I I actually tried to dedicate to my PlayStation with the release of uh, Star Wars uh, Fallen Jedi Order. Fallen yes. Order. Oh, boy, we kind of glossed right over that and <laughs> skipped it. What do you think? I mean, I've watched about two hours worth of a YouTube channel of this guy playing it. Yeah. And I am in awe. Um, the, yeah, the cutscenes are amazing. The story is probably amazing. You may be, if you're watching that much, well, let's see. You're probably past the first part, the introductory portion on the uh, the kind of that junkyard planet, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then from there, it goes to that sort of foresty kind of plains planet where he learns about that other Jedi through the little yeah, droid that he meets. Yeah, yeah. the temple. Um, and then from there, you kind of have your choice between either Dathomir or um, another planet that I forget the name of. Uh, but yeah, are you kind of that far along? Yeah, he uh, he didn't he went he didn't go to Dathomir. He went to the other planet. Yeah, and I did that's too. kind of uh, I don't know how much further I went into it. Like he does about a half hour clips. Yeah, of of the show itself, and I think there's it like it's still going like twelve parts or something. Like that. I'm like, okay, I gotta find time to watch, and that's kind of pick and choosing. <laughs> I gotta find out where I'm actually gonna consume my Star Wars. Yeah, it's been a ton of fun so far. I'm really enjoying it. Uh, I love the customization, kind of finding new outfits, finding new uh, parts for your lightsaber to switch that out, and really getting getting to kind of know the characters um, that you're part of this small crew and this pretty awesome ship um, that you get to explore. Um, but uh, yeah, I can't wait to kind of further my exploits in the story. Um, at this point in the Star Wars universe, it's post-Order 66, so you're somewhat in the early parts of um, that time span, that 20 years or so between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope. Um, not quite where Rebels were because they were closer to A New Hope. But, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, so Vader is out there. Vader is out there. The Inquisitors yeah, the, are out the there. The Inquisitors, that was something that was pretty cool to see Yeah. on the uh, the like the junkyard, shipyard-type planet when you've seen them kind of come out, which was uh, which was pretty awesome. Yeah, and we've seen them in comic book form. We've seen them in the Rebels animation form. But to see them this kind of fully realized in this realistic CG video game cutscenes, uh, it's been pretty awesome. Yeah, so I've been impressed with them. I'm kind of 
disappointed that I don't have anything to play it on. Not even a computer system <laughs> to really play it on. So it's I got to kind of get my enjoyment through watching someone else. And I was kind of happy I found someone that wasn't a complete, you know, irritating to watch. I mean, I'm pretty sure there's people out there that are just really just, you don't want to listen to, you just kind of want to watch. I want to have the volume up because there's a lot of cut scenes. There's a lot of dialogue in the game. Right. So I'm always kind of, you know, listening to it. And then the jury, was it the B... Oh, I don't remember the name of the actual, the droid itself, but that Is little it guy. one Yes. He's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a cool little droid. And I like that he's kind of like your companion, your sidekick, and uh, kind of the um, the implementation, how they show you, like, maps and stuff in the game. He gives you little clues about directions, about, like, which dire- like, which way to go. and So they're good mechanics so far. It's, it's pretty enjoyable. Yeah, it's kind of almost on the same lines where they went with uh, Inferno Squadron. Because she had an actual droid on her back as well. So they kind of kept with that same type of gameplay for this game as well. Uh, Which was, I mean, I enjoyed that game. I I actually played that game. So that was a good time. Now, I didn't get very, no, to hold a lightsaber very often until the end of the game. Which I kind of would love to do. But, (laughs) oh well. So yeah, I spent a lot of time this week, uh, at, you know, as much time as I could to try to fit around other things playing that game, and uh, I'll continue to do so. But uh, this week, I actually found time to to also put lights, Christmas lights, up around the house. <laughs> uh, do you, I don't know. Is it too early? I know it's before Thanksgiving, uh, but uh, I don't know. What do you think? Around the house, you're you're. I think you're pushing it a little bit. <laughs> uh, a Christmas tree and the stockings hanging up. Yeah, that that's uh, that's a little much for me. I'm more of a a Thanksgiving uh, day or weekend after yeah. kind of guy when it comes to inside. Uh, outside, I took full advantage of the nice weather this past Sunday. And I went outside and hung all my lights up. Hung them up, put my uh, my snowman in the front yard, and I got them set up on the, on the sensors so when it gets dark, it lights up and everything. But I've got them unplugged. So the idea is Thanksgiving, I'll plug them in. That night will be the first time they're actually lit, and they'll come on and off all the way through. Uh, the new year and then oh, nice january 1 i'll go ahead and unplug them and then we'll kind of be going on from there yeah this is the first year that i've actually decorated outside and hung up some uh some multicolored led uh icicle lights around the kind of the the front of the house around the gutters uh it looks pretty good i like how they they look you know coming down the street um coming home from night or coming home at night from work um but it was a ton of fun i do have the tree up we do have stockings up um, I guess, you know, this year for me, because I knew that Thanksgiving was just so late this year, uh, it's, you know, usually the fourth Thursday, but that kind of varies throughout the month. Sometimes you'll have a full week uh, or a little bit more at the end of the month after Thanksgiving. Um, but yeah, this kind of, you know, once Thanksgiving hits, there's just that weekend and it rolls right into December. Uh, so, you know, I enjoy the way the house looks when we have things uh, lit up. I, I like the ambiance, the environment, the, the Christmas lights in the living room and stuff. So I was like, what the heck? I'm just putting it up. Yeah, no, it's fun. I mean, it's one of those things. It's, it's a very divisive topic, though. It's like, when is too early? Like, people will get angry. It's like, oh, no, you can't do it now. They'll like, oh, they'll fight about it. Uh, one they thing I do. don't understand, though, is uh, the music. Why is why is that so much of a hot topic to people when people are still listening to music from the 80s every <laughs> single day? Why can't I start listening to Christmas music? music no, after I, I put it on in my car after Halloween. What's what's two months of the year rather than 80s music, you know, 52 weeks of the year? 
No, that's funny. I, I've never thought about it that way, but you're right. Um, I mean, you're asking the wrong guy because I'm right with you. I've been I've been listening to some holiday music too. I don't. I think it's just an overall um, how some people take Christmas in general. I mean, some people love it, and some people just can't stand it for whatever reason. I don't know if maybe they don't have pleasant memories of it from when they were a kid. Uh, maybe just the pressure of having to buy a bunch of toys for their kids or buying toys for other people or, you know, the expense of it all and, and the feeling like maybe you're inadequate or not able to do enough for your friends and family and, and the, the pressure and stress that comes along with that. Um, and, you know, just the cooking and having get-togethers. Some people are more into that than others. I don't know. I feel like if you're the type to where you find Christmas to be more of a stressful burden than uh, a re relaxing couple of days to spend time uh, just kind of chilling out with your family, I think maybe, you know, if you hear Christmas music the day after Halloween, it probably does <laughs> sound like nails on a chalkboard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I've always been a fan. I've always loved it. I mean, Thanksgiving Day, well, we used to have an artificial tree. Uh, it would go after we eat. You know, digest maybe the, sec the second football game. Now that there's the third one, it kind of gets rid of that, you know, that period of time. <laughs> right. But uh, right then, we're going to go ahead and throw the tree up, decorate it, the whole deal. Uh, seeing that we go ahead and do a real tree now, it kind of delays us putting the tree up just for the reason we want to make sure it lasts. Even though, if you, even if you water those three things daily, yeah. it's still, you wind up at the end of the season where you know, half the tree's bare. And you don't even want to light it anymore because you're afraid it's going to, it's going to go up in an inferno. Yeah, that's so funny. I, for some reason, I've just been going back and forth from year to year. Some the last couple of years, I've done artificial, uh, but before that, we did real trees for the longest time. And um, I, there's something about it. I guess uh, some years I miss it, where I do go back and forth, um, where you know you miss the smell of the real tree, kind of the experience of going out and, and picking one out for yourself, and how they're uh, they're a little bit different year to year. You know the shape of the tree and getting it just right. Um, yeah. And then there are other times where I don't miss like the sap and the needles and <laughs> all I the work. I think I had is. one of ours actually kill a vacuum. Oh, uh, no. I'll put the I'm gonna put the pictures up on our Facebook feed here, <laughs> but it's a completely bare tree, and the needles are all in the corner of my house. Oh my! It is gosh. something that I will never forget. But uh, you guys will actually get a kick out of, it. and this will probably push you towards an artificial tree in a minute, just <laughs> by seeing these pictures. But uh, we were in Meyer getting some, uh, like you were saying, you were hanging up your lights, and I went ahead and did some of mine. Uh, I couldn't find any more of my hooks, and actually, one of my strings of lights were out. So I went ahead and bought some more hooks for the house, and we were in the Christmas area, and Zach was like, Dad, let's get a tree. And I'm like, dude, we do a real tree. He's like, and then this is where the logic kicked in. I don't know where this is. This is his mother all over. He's like, but Daddy, we don't have to go outside and chop it down. It's cold. And also at the end of Christmas, when you get rid of it, it's not going to make a mess, and you don't have to clean up after it. Yeah. And in the back of my head, I'm thinking, Dude, your logic sucks, but it's so right. <laughs> Man, that's funny that uh, he, he had that kind of at, at his uh, disposal there. I guess he maybe he's been thinking about it. Oh, he's ready. Yeah. he. I mean, he wants it. I mean, we went and did the, the tree lighting ceremony at our local mall. Uh, so he, I mean, they seen Santa ride in, come in, hit. Uh, there was one of those, like, a Make-A-Wish children. who went ahead and hit the switch, lit the tree up. And uh, we so we've done all that. And, you know, because we were there... Uh, Skyler at the end of the evening had a meltdown because she wanted to go see Santa. Oh, yeah. Oh, the line was crazy long. 
Oh, that's the worst. That happened yeah. to me last year where we specifically went out to a part of town that was having kind of this um, this street festival where they kind of shut off a portion of the street and had different things going on like games and face painting and stuff. And, of course, Santa was there, but it was just the line was like down the block and mm-hmm. it was freezing outside. It was getting late. It's like how how long is it worth it to sit there and do the whole Santa thing? and. Yeah. We just had to leave, and we had to tell her, like, hey, we're going to head to this other place, you know, go to the mall, <laughs> like, the yeah. following weekend early. Yeah, no, we didn't even do it. Uh, typically, where we at, they actually go as far as, like, getting reindeer and things and having all that out. And this year, they, for some reason, whatever reason was, uh, they didn't have any. So I was like, oh, maybe we'll go see, you know, Rudolph or some of Santa's reindeer. And typically, where they are, I kind of walked to that direction. And sure enough, man, that just compounded everything. There wasn't any... And she's getting tired. It's after 8 o'clock. You know, Zach's bedtime is 8. Yeah. So it's one of those, we are pushing our luck. And then she has a complete meltdown. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, a complete meltdown. Like, okay, we got to get out of here. I'm, I'm literally carrying her like a sack of potatoes <laughs> because she's like thrashing. And then eventually she's able to get down and she kind of gathers herself and gets in the car. But, man. And then we get home and she's like, like nothing ever happened. I'm like, yeah, that do, do, about do right. you not remember the last 30 minutes? <laughs> I sure do. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> that just washes off them like a water off a duck, duck's back, man. Like, yeah, I don't know exactly. What's going on there. But uh, we, we love it. We go over the same place. We do it you know, yearly if we can. Now, this year, my schedule allowed us to go ahead and do so. And uh, we'll go back there. We'll see, see Santa there. Uh, they love that Santa. Santa's great there. Uh, they'll both actually probably have handwritten letters for him. So he can go ahead and read them to them while he's actually you know, sitting on her lap and uh, have a good old time. Well, that sounds like a lot of fun. I mean, it's uh, it's it's here, man. Uh, we've got Thanksgiving coming up, uh, rolling right into the Christmas season, of course. Uh, speaking of which, um, you had an idea of uh, something to do on Facebook, kind of interaction with our, our Facebook crew uh, coming up for the holiday season, right? Yeah, I kind of figured... You know, everyone has their own, like, favorite holiday movie, Christmas movie, holiday movie, however you want to look at it. And we figured between uh, you and myself, we'll come up with, say, the top eight that we can think of and kind of rank them, giving you know, two number ones, two number twos, and kind of give an overall number one to go along with it. And then put them out there so you guys can go ahead and vote on them. And then we'll kind of have a bracketed style. And then we'll have the top two kind of, kind of face off against each other. So kind of like a... Uh, like a final four almost, but with, with eight. So, uh, yeah, an elite eight. How about that? We'll, we'll go. We'll go uh, NCAA you know, here. An elite eight of uh, Christmas movies, and we'll leave it up to you guys on which ones you think are are better than others, and then we'll just keep moving forward with it until we're done. Uh, we may have to put up two of those a week on Facebook to go ahead and get you know get the votes out. So make sure we have this done by the holiday season. Well, by the time the holiday season's over. But uh, we're going to get get moving on that. I hope you guys enjoy that and uh, participate. Yeah, participation's key. Yes. <laughs> we don't want to be the ones voting on it. <laughs> Please, like our page. Uh, give us comments when we post stuff. Uh, send us emails to chris at dadandrock.com and sean at dadandrock.com. Uh, we just passed the 1,000 download mark, um, which is uh, kind of crazy. We didn't think that would uh, be happening this soon. Yeah, no, we had a, a big month. I mean, we're already over 500 downloads this month alone. So uh, thanks to you guys for, you know, tolerating us, listening to us, passing the word on. Because obviously you guys are listening and then you're passing it on to somebody else. And they're kind of doing the same thing along the way. So that by itself, uh, it means a lot to us, guys. So thank you. 
Yes, thank you so much. Uh, it's a bit of a shorter episode this week. Uh, like we said earlier, we're kind of coming off the Mandalorian review, but we have a heck of an episode coming up uh, later this week. Chris and I will actually be together. Uh, we will be at GalaxyCon here in Louisville. Um, so Chris will be down this weekend, and we're going to be posting some live video during that. Uh, we'll also be kind of you know doing a special edition episode where we discuss uh, nothing but GalaxyCon next next Rock. So uh, stay tuned for that. Yeah, and GalaxyCon's been awesome. I've reached out to him a few different occasions to go ahead and get uh, kind of get clarification or get uh, get the okay to do something. And we have gotten the okay to go ahead and do a live Facebook like show. Uh, so if we did maybe a twenty minute setup where we found you know somewhere to sit down and we had to, you know, our tripod set up, we can sit right in front of it, talk about it for like twenty minutes or so, guys. Give you guys a heads up and uh, be good to go with that. So that's something you may put a. Uh, Something like an alert or something like that there for you guys. So when it does go live, you guys will be uh, able to. Now that may be a little later in the evening because uh, a lot of the, the better stuff is happening later in the evening. But uh, we'll kind of, uh, I'll keep you up to date. I'm pretty good at the Facebook stuff. so <laughs> Yeah, you are. Um, well, it's probably going to be kind of an all-day event. We have tickets for all of Saturday. Um, earlier in the day, I think most likely we'll, we'll have the kids with us, maybe do some of the shopping and stuff and kind of check out the scene and then uh, later come back and, and kind of check it out a little bit more in depth and, and do some more of the Dad and Rock uh, specific stuff. So uh, look forward to that. It's going to be a ton of fun. Okay. Well, I think that's a good spot to go ahead. A good enough tease. You know, Hey, come back. We got a lot coming. Yeah, come back for more. Okay. Well, that's a good enough spot for us. Uh, what do you say? That's a good spot to say that Dad and Rock podcast is signing off for the evening. Good night, everybody. See you next week.